girls watching TV shows And some of it's good and some of it blows And when we finish the movies, yeah, we need a scotch And we turn to each other and say Um, what did we just watch? Yeah, we're live Hello Okay Wow, we guys, we, uh, listeners, we watched a doozy of a movie just now we and, um, have a good one for you literally just finished it five to ten minutes ago so we are fresh with our hottest takes oh yeah yeah oh um, god <laughs> i guess first off we should thank maddie Brightbill for uh posing this recommendation to us and I don't think we've told her yet that we we did this because she requested it quite a while ago should we thank her though since we watched Um, the movie (laughs) we're like I'm kidding I'm kidding thank you Maddie for the recommendation we love Maddie yeah this was sorry (laughs) well Maddie I don't know how to I don't know what to say to you but (laughs) I guess you know it is um what did we just watch so we can't be angry it was perfect for the stated purpose of this podcast so she was correct to recommend it we are a little overwhelmed by what we've just viewed for the last 90 minutes god all right what did we watch emily what did we watch We watched the 1990 supernatural comedy horror film Troll 2. Comedy? Um, well, it's debatable. We're gonna get into that. That's <laughs> it's part of my synopsis. comedy. <laughs> um, yeah, so Troll 2. Um, not the, this is not the yeah this isn't like the animated disney not film. to be confused with the anna kendrick and justin timberlake trolls world yeah, world tour that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to that um yeah it's a lot so we're gonna rely on the wikipedia page a bit for this synopsis because i did take notes but it was just so overwhelming that I I it would take two hours to go through everything that happened and also there's some like background context here that I think would be helpful so I think if we're ready for the synopsis I might start there perfect let's go so produced under the title goblins and conceived as a horror film with elements of comedy the American producers and distributors were skeptical about its chances to succeed understandably and decided to market it as a sequel to the 1986 horror film Troll. This was in 1990. However, the two films have absolutely no connection and this film features no trolls. So right off the bat, the film's called Troll 2. There's no, it's not about trolls. It's not about a goblins. Troll. There are no trolls. It's not trolls. Um, the plot concerns a family pursued by vegetarian goblins who seek to mutate them into plants so that they can eat them. Production was rife with difficulties, largely due to the language barrier between the Italian-speaking crew and English-speaking cast, and the producer's approach to low-budget filmmaking. The resulting film was considered by some as one of the worst movies ever made, which, again, understandable. Um, okay, so this is the part to, the, the, to refer to the, the status as a comedy film. Um, so... Though generally viewed as a poorly made horror film, the filmmakers stated that it was always intended to be a comic film. Um, but like that was them stating it after the fact when they produced this like horrible movie and got questioned. So like, who's to say? Yeah. But like, there's a difference between saying parody and comic film. I think if they said parody, I would be like more like, okay, I gotta see that. But comedy? No. no this was they like, yeah. failed they <laughs> failed at comedy it's well they tried not. to make yeah they tried to make a horror comedy and i don't think it had really either of those elements no correct neither it was kind of scary i guess the trolls not trolls the goblins were kind of freaky to look at they were scary yeah. looking but yeah. like not like <laughs> horror like it was just like oh and then you're like okay yeah like i think the first time well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> All right, go on, should I, should I read through the synopsis? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Okay, so 
Um, so Michael Waits, who is the father character in the film, has always dreamed of being a farmer. And so he arranges this home exchange vacation where he and his family will move into a house in the rural farming community of Nilbog, which the name Nilbog will come back in later for one month. <laughs> and then the idea was that like they would go there and another family from this town would go live in their house, like in the city. Um, the night before the family is scheduled to leave, Michael's son Joshua is contacted by the ghost of his dead grandfather, warning him that vegetarian goblins want to mutate him and his family into plants so that they can eat them. Um, there's no subtlety in this film. Seth tells <laughs> Joshua that goblins can mutate people into plants by feeding them poisoned food and drink. Meanwhile, Joshua's sister, Holly, receives a visit from her boyfriend, Elliot Cooper. Really interesting part of the film. Holly accuses Elliot of being a homosexual since he seems to prefer, prefer spending time with his friends. Okay. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. Um <laughs> Elliot promises to show his devotion to Holly by accompanying the family on vacation to Nilbog. The next morning, Elliot fails to arrive and the family leaves <laughs> without him. <laughs> oh, Elliot. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. This is just me reading the Wikipedia page. I know the Wikipedia page is going to be so long, though. It's, like, much shorter than It's much what shorter I than had. what we could have ever produced, guys. Just Seriously. an FYI, if we had tried to explain it in our own words, it would have literally taken us three hours to try and put it together. It would have been, like, GBF. All because it's just unbelievable. Like, it's there's just... too, too much happening. Every second this is there's the something This the best new. way. Trust us. Trust us. <laughs> um, okay, so Ellie fails to ride. Family leaves without him. They end up seeing him on the way to Nilbog and he's riding in an RV with his three friends that <laughs> she accused him of being a homosexual because he hangs out with so much. Um, Arnold, Drew, and Brent, which I don't think I ever learned Brent's name, but his name was Brent. Um, outside of Nilbog, the grandfather appears as a hitchhiker who warns the young son that Nilbog is the kingdom of the goblins and that if his family eats anything while they are there, they will be mutated into plants. The family does not believe Joshua's warnings understandably and continues <laughs> on to Nilbog where they meet their strange and aloof exchange family the presents there Joshua sets about destroying all the food the family <laughs> finds or acquires such as by urinating over a feast prepared for them with the help of the grandfather's ghost <laughs> so that happened he just he was like I need to destroy the food so that my family does not eat it and that's that's what he did and he starts um, like reaching wait, for his pants no. and we all feel like Emily, you're gonna have to talk about how the grandfather stopped time so he could. Yes, see, this is the the thing. The Wikipedia page is actually shorter because it skips over really important parts of the plot, such as the fact that the grandfather's ghost has the power to stop time, and so he pauses time for thirty seconds while the entire family is like a second away from like taking a bite of the food which by the way is like green like covered in green stuff and like really scary looking and they're like yum Um, (laughs) not in like a subtle way like it's not like a green like a spinach green or like a nice like salad dressing or like cilantro like it's like nickelodeon slime green like it's that obvious i was gonna make the slime (laughs) too the food literally has eat me written all over it like (laughs) that's normal when you go eat food (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All the time. So the grandfather stops time so that and uh, so that Joshua can like think of a way to destroy the food before his family eats it. And what he does is he walks around for a few seconds, like worrying about what to do. And then he stands up on the chair and he pees on the food. That was his which like I, it worked. I mean, so we'll give him that. But yeah, yeah. That's... I mean, he could have just pulled the like i thought he was gonna jump like it looked like he was gonna jump on the table and like bring the table down like jump onto the food yeah i feel like there were other steps before pee then he fumbled for his (laughs) for his zipper and i was like no no he wouldn't he wouldn't pee on the food and then did it he did do that yeah um so yeah that was the scene we saw um and then we go we we the scene cuts over to the 
boyfriend and his three friends in the RV and they're like parked like outside of town, like hanging around, I guess, waiting for the girlfriend. I don't know. Um, So one of the friends whose name is Arnold goes for a walk outside of the town or I think he's just like standing outside the RV. But anyways, um, he sees this girl, like the stranger girl who's being chased and he runs after her, tackles her and like, like literally tackles her on top of her and is like, what's wrong? And she says she's being chased by monsters. The goblins show up. Um, Arnold approaches the goblins and insults them. That was his choice, like to (laughs) stop them from eating the girl. Um, They respond by throwing a spear into his chest. I forgot about that. (laughs) Wow, there is so much that I literally forgot. So much happened. Oh my God. Um, So Arnold with the spear in his chest and the stranger girl flee to a chapel in the woods where they encounter the goblin's queen. Oh, okay. Now I understand that part. Um, (laughs) Druid witch Credence Lenore Galgood, who uses the Stonehenge magic stone to give them goblins power to give the goblins power. Credence tricks them, the Arnold and the girl, into drinking a magic potion. Um, The magic potion dissolves the girl into vegetable matter, so she literally becomes a pile of green slime, much like Nickelodeon slime. Um, After, like, a really long process of, like, screaming and, like, (laughs) stumbling around and, like, stumbling up the stairs and, like, falling down and screaming and, like, it took Sweating. so long for her to fucking die. Like, we're like, let's go. Speed it up. We get it. Like, she Five ate the poison thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so long. And it was supposed to be, like, a horrifying thing. But by the end, since it took so long, it was kind of like, well, okay. I guess that's where it was supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yes, this was a horrifying scene witnessed by Arnold that prompts him to scream helplessly only to be mutated into a tree. So for whatever reason, this green slime broth that they drank turns the girl into slime and he turned into a tree. You think it's sexism? Because later, pe- we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about Maybe. it. Also, Probably. This, is, this is the iconic line where Arnold screams. I, I'm sure people have heard of it. They're eating her. Oh no, oh no, they're eating her. And then they're going to eat me. Oh my God. And he says it just yeah. like that. <laughs> the acting is not good. <laughs> no, it's horrible. Much like that's about else. the level that everything is at. <laughs> um, okay, so the following morning, Michael, who's the dad, and Joshua, who is the son, venture into town to buy some food because there's no food in the house besides what he peed on um, and then some weird <laughs> milk. Um, as there is none in their holiday home, which there was some, but I just explained that better than the Wikipedia page. Um, when in town, they find the general store closed. The father falls asleep on a bench. He's reading a book about vegetables. Um, Joshua enters the local church and eavesdrops on a goblin church sermon, which bewails the evils of eating meat. They're just talking about how gross meat is. Um, the parishioners capture him after seeing his skateboard roll into the church and attempt to force feed him poisonous ice cream. Um, Michael walks in on the scene and becomes suspicious, taking Joshua home, which like it says he becomes suspicious. Like Joshua literally tells him like, these people are goblins. See how they all have this weird mark on their faces. And they were trying to like pin me down and force feed me. And they're trying to kill us. And the dad was like, no, I don't think so. But like, this seems a little weird. And then they left. But also the dad hears Joshua screaming. He runs over and he's like, and then they like have his body all spread out. Yeah. And, then, and then he's like, yeah, that was kind of weird. And then goes over. Yeah, they're just like, oh, your kid has a really overactive imagination. That's cute. Like, <laughs> like huh? Also, the other like suspicious thing is that the family they're supposed to exchange with is like there at the church sermon, and they're like, "Why are you still here?" And they're like, "Oh, uh, we uh we had car trouble, so we're gonna leave later." But there was no emotion in their voice like you just had. They were like, <laughs> "Our car is still broken. We plan to leave later this evening." And then he's like, "Okay, <laughs> all right. I guess I'll see you later." Yeah. Um. So another thing that happened is that 
Drew, who's again one of the friends of the boyfriend, um, also goes into town because there's no food or drinks in the RV either. They also did not prepare. Um, the sheriff takes gives him a ride in his car and gives him a green hamburger, which he happily eats. Um, when he arrives in the town, Drew goes to the store and the owner offers him poisonous nilbog milk. Feeling dizzy, he goes to a chapel and finds Arnold, who has mutated into a tree. Drew drags him out, but Credence appears, who's like the witch queen of the goblins lady. Um, she knocks him out and chainsaws Arnold into pieces. Drew is then killed off screen, which is all the Wikipedia page says, but it does insinuate that she turned the tree Arnold into a smoothie and made Drew drink it. Like yeah. that was like heavily implied. Yeah, and but we, but didn't we didn't never we never saw Drew as a tree or as like a vegetable corpse, so we really don't know no. what happened no. to him. No, we just I assume guess he was he's killed. I guess dead. he's killed. Yeah. Also, yeah. important to note that in this scene, the queen turns on the chainsaw and then laughs maniacally to try and kill Arnold, and then she like is sawing at something but isn't sawing like the top half of his body, and he's like chuckling, and I was like. Is he sawing? Is she sawing his dick off? But then apparently she sawed up his whole body. But it was like the framing was so bad that like there was it was just like looked like she was cutting off the bottom half of his body. Yeah. Also, like it doesn't make sense that he was laughing in any case. No. But I think that was just poor acting. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that was a crazy scene slash stuff that was implied, but we didn't see. Um. Okay, and then. Back at the house, uh, this was after like the dad and the son were driving back and then they see the daughter like talking to her boyfriend um, at the trailer. And so they pick up the daughter and the boyfriend. They leave like the third friend in the RV alone and they all go back to the house. Um, the family discovers that the townspeople have prepared them a surprise party to apologize for the suspicious events at the church. The misunderstanding, I think they said which like is totally chill. Like the dad is not suspicious anymore for some reason. Um, Joshua attempts to make contact with the grandfather um, to like try to get him to help because the family's about to like eat a bunch of the food that they brought, the goblins brought, um, only for Credence to appear in goblin form through the mirror and attack Joshua, which up until this point, we did not know that Credence had a goblin form, but she does. Um, the grandfather's ghost appears and chops the goblin's hand off with an ax Credence returns to her chapel where she mutates herself into a beautiful woman and regrows her hand. Um, and then she travels to Elliot's RV where she seduces the third friend, Brent, and drowns him <laughs> in popcorn. Um, that is all the Wikipedia page says, but I just don't think that we can leave it at that because this scene was just like the whole movie is more unhinged than anything I've ever seen in my life. And this scene like seemed out of place in the film because of how unhinged it was so i think we just need to like i i don't know i don't know emily explain what give us a little <laughs> bit more background okay. on what happened okay in scene. so yeah so when they say she turned into a beautiful woman i mean really they just like took off her weird makeup and like put her in a revealing dress so like yeah she was, that's what happened so anyway she goes to the rv um she appears in Brent's television set. That's the first thing that happens. Unnecessary. Um, she appears in his television set as like this beautiful woman in the woods with a, a single corn cob in her hands. Um, just like walking seductively. And then God. Brent's like, wow, what channel is this? <laughs> and she said, I'm not a program. I'm real <laughs> and I'm right outside. And then he says, oh, wow, okay. And so he goes outside to find her. And that's like totally normal and like something that would happen and like wouldn't be weird. And he's like, oh, wow, hey, what's up? And then like invites her in. And they just like, there was like porn music playing in the background this entire time, I guess is the first thing to mention. And so they just start like, I like she. Well, they get really close. And then yeah. she's like, like they're like the music's on they're like vibing and then she has like this corn cob and like she's about to put it in her mouth and she's like do you like corn or, i don't know what did she ask it was something stupid yeah, like that she was like do you want to eat this corn and then he was like oh i like popcorn which she was like didn't make sense because it wasn't popcorn it was just regular corn <laughs> at the part where she like 
rubs her finger down his face into his <laughs> mouth and she was out and, then she and was like out his chest well that's, that's fine. no problem all we, we just have, have to, to do heat it up <laughs> she puts the fucking corn cob in her mouth she pushes him also onto in the bed mouth. also but she pushes him onto the bed and then puts the corn cob in his mouth and they're like eating a corn cob and then from there i guess the the pas had to throw popcorn and because actual popcorn started popping around them to the point where it's like this is too much popcorn for this single corn in the cob that you have in your mouth right there and then it just cuts to like the family and how unhinged was that it has nothing like none of the other parts of the movie had anything weird happening with the food like they just it was green and they ate it Oh yeah, and the- then things happen to them. <laughs> yeah, Bella's- it's also why. It's also important to note that the corn of the cob was completely normal. There was like no great green. It wasn't green juice or anything. It was, only- it was no, just it like a corn of the cob. <laughs> Fellas, do you ever get so horny that you walk outside and take up a random goblin woman on her oh. offer to hook up with you, and then get drowned by popcorn? <laughs> anyone so incredibly unhinged except just... for he drowns in popcorn but we see him again he's like no stop and he's just breathing so i feel like he survived but the, the movie just was like we don't care about him anymore yeah so. just like arnold and whatever the other guy's name was earlier Drew. they kind of just write the friends off also yeah. we'll talk yeah, about yeah we later. actually didn't see any of them die right no except yeah. i guess for the arnold got chopped up but we saw the yeah, the chain's not going out, so we can assume. Anyways, it cuts back to the family. <laughs> yes. Um, cuts back to, like, this party that's happening at the family's house. And, like, remember, the son just, like, saw the, the goblin's hand get chopped off. He's, like, trying to save the family. Um, so the son and the grandpa try to cause a distraction using a Molotov cocktail <laughs> for some reason. Um, but the, like, main male goblin, who is a priest in his human form, um, like catches them, takes the cocktail. He is able to somehow recite a spell that banishes the grandfather's soul to hell, which is unexplained. Like we didn't know before this, that that was a power that goblins had, but they do. Um, But before he vanishes, the grandfather summons a bolt of lightning from the sky. Okay. Which ignites the cocktail in the, the goblin priest's hands and kills the priest in a fiery explosion. Um, then the dad <laughs> runs out like to all the commotion. Luckily, this all happens before the family takes a bite of the food. They were once again like a second away. Um, the dad comes out, extinguishes the burning corpse, and sees that the burnt corpse is in the true goblin form. Um, and the villagers like are like, oh no. So then they turn on the family and also reveal their true goblin forms. Um, and so finally the dad's like, oh, my son was telling the truth the whole time. Um, and then the whole family retreats to the house, which doesn't make sense because their car is right there and they could have gotten in their car, but they go in the house. Um, and then the villagers like surround the house and hold them hostage. And they're like, you got to come out sometime. Like you might as well just like comply and eat our food and like, let us eat you. Um, or else (laughs) we'll have to do it the hard way. Um, and they say some weird thing about vegetarianism again. Like, they're like, if we have to do the hard way and, like, kill you violently, like, we'll have to soak your blood in vinegar so that the meat comes off because we can't eat the meat. Or like, It was, yeah, it was a whole thing. Yeah, it was um, weird. Which, like, I don't understand the mechanics of that because, like, you turn the whole body into slime and ate it. So, I, but whatever. Yeah, there was, like, they instantly eat the body as soon as it's, like, slime. Yeah. So. I guess as long as it's not killed violently. Um. <laughs> so unhinged i just that's the only word i have for this film um okay so then the family's like trying to figure out what to do they're stuck in the house they can't get out they don't know how to escape and their only idea is to try to get the grandfather's ghost to save them but the grandfather's ghost like just got banished to hell so like (laughs) joshua's like i don't know if we can do it but we can try let's hold a seance so they hold a seance to communicate with the grandfather who ends up returning from the dead and tells them that he can retain a physical form for exactly 10 minutes. Very specific timing in this movie with the whole ghost situation before he has to return to the afterlife. 
Seth gives Joshua a paper bag containing a secret weapon to use against the goblins. Um, this is after like the grandfather and the young son like get like somehow transported back to like the chapel place where like the witch lives. And then the rest of the family is still in the house and they're being like overtaken by goblins who have like rushed in. <laughs> but like the son is at like in a different place. Yeah. Um, and the grandfather gives him this paper bag. Um, so yeah, the, he's in the chapel. Um, they have to like touch the, the Stonehenge stone. Like that's apparently the secret to saving everyone is like a human who is good in of heart and soul just has to like touch the stone so josh is like touching the stone um and then also there's like a whole scene where like the family is being chased by the goblins through the house and they like kick some of the goblins out and then like they keep there keeps being more goblins and then the goblins corner them but then like they all get called back to the chapel by the witch lady so then they disappear from the the family's house and they go to the chapel then they start attacking joshua and then joshua needs his secret weapon because the grandfather is long gone by now i guess it's been 10 minutes um he opens the bag revealing a double decker bologna sandwich that's the secret weapon um he eats the sandwich making his body poisonous to the goblins he then touches the stonehenge stone along with his family and elliot who have now appeared um, which destroys Credence and all of the goblins present. Um, so I'm not sure like how exactly how much like him eating the bologna contributed to that versus them all touching the stone. Like maybe it was 50-50, but <laughs> those two things together killed the goblins. Touch stone, eat bologna. Goblins they also, are they also died for Yay! a very long time. Yes, the scene forever. The the one paragraph in Wikipedia would have been three pages of notes in my note taking. For sure. Because it was 20 minutes. It literally <laughs> took so long for them to die. We were like, okay, again, let's get to the point. Come on. So much <laughs> screaming, goblin's eye just popping out. One like falls over a banister dramatically, like, ah, and we're just like, okay. They're dying. We get it. Let's speed it along. All right. Thank you. Um, yeah. So that was crazy. Um, so the family all comes home now. Like they all, it doesn't really show up, but assuming they like go back to the house, like all the goblins are gone. So they get in their car and the five of them, like with the boyfriend, just all drive home because the three friends are dead. So like, fuck them. Um, yeah, fuck them, I guess. Except we don't know if they're officially dead, so... <laughs> uh, we just have to assume. Yeah, none of them saw it, so, like, how do they know? But they just, they give no effort. They well, were like, okay, because, bye! You know why? Because Holly told him, like, he needs to stop focusing on his friends if he wants to be with her, so I guess that's what he did. <laughs> he was you like, well, friends to die? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, my girlfriend told me to. Um, anyways, so they all come home. Um, they're all, like, in their station wagon, and the dad inexplicably like they all just went through this traumatic experience together but inexplicably the father is like oh i have to go to my office to check on some things which like okay like, you're supposed what? to be on vacation like why would you have to go to your office but anyways he has to go to his office the boyfriend's like uh yeah i have to go home and then the girlfriend's like i'll go with you so the dad and the boyfriend and the girlfriend all like leave the mom and Joshua go into the house and they're just sitting there. The mom brings out this like big crystal bowl full of like red apples and like puts them on the table. And she's just like, in Joshua. the fridge for some reason. Yeah. She's like, Joshua, would you like to eat some fruit? It's very delicious. And Joshua's like, no, I'm not hungry. I'm going to go take a nap, which like this family has not eaten in three days, except for the one bite of the bologna sandwich. Um, <laughs> and that was only Joshua. Yeah, Joshua, Only Joshua. Threw, so I'm like, threw why that bologna sandwich away as well. He ate one bite and then threw it to the ground. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he could have easily passed it to hungry. his family to get a bite. So they had like poisonous blood too. But he was like, yeah, no. Fuck um, it. So yeah, so the mom, like, we see the mom eating this apple, but Joshua's like, no, I'm not hungry. Um, and then I'm going to like not even land Wikipedia because I need to like walk through this scene because it's again like everything else absolutely unhinged. Um, so he goes to his room. He's like 
hanging out. He like looks at some of his toys. He speaks to his grandfather in the mirror, but like his grandfather doesn't appear, but he's like trying to talk to him anyways, which like, okay, you do you. Um, and then he starts to hear these weird, like whispering sounds. Um, exactly yeah, like, like that. that. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> um, and he's like, mom, mom. And the mom had said that she was going to go take a shower. So he like goes to the bathroom and the shower is like covered in Nickelodeon slime green slime um and he's like ah 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 mom and he goes downstairs to the kitchen and we see four goblins absolutely consuming his mother who is not a pile of like shapeless slime like the other girl was but is like actually like a woman's body shaped yeah it was kind of horrifying it was being horrible covered in slime it was absolutely horrifying and then we see this long shot for like two minutes of the goblins just so long. <laughs> just like eating. everything else, it took way too fucking long for them to. Sh- they showed the mother being eaten to shreds for so long. Yeah. We also forgot that a, like a softball b- bounces down the, yes. the stairs and it says, yum, so good. Or like, <laughs> it was like, yum, <laughs> mommy tastes so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm written um, on the softball that whole line was written so he so, just tur- turns it slowly so the camera can get every single angle so basically what happened is that like the family that was supposed to trade places with them in their house who like we saw at the sermon in the middle of the movie like at the chapel um who were like we we're having car leaving. troubles we, we will, will be, be leaving there tomorrow night and then they actually did leave that night and they went to their house. And so the family of four goblins did like, didn't die with all the other goblins. And so they were just like chilling in the house and they poisoned the food before. Um, and so that's why they were there to eat the mom. Um, yeah. yeah so over. then the last, sentence of, the last sentence of uh, the, the plot is Joshua walks in on a group of goblins eating his mother's green bloated torso off of the kitchen counter. And offer and they offer him a bite. Joshua screams in horror. They're like, yeah, so green do you bloated bite. <laughs> green bloated torso is the most disgusting imagery I could have ever thought of to describe that. I had exactly to I had to read it. Because I, I it was accurate. I mean it's they, true, but good lord. We also see them like they don't eat. They just like kind of just rub it on their faces and we just watch them like rub slime all over their well, mouths. That's because yeah. it's like early 90s like <laughs> special effects and so they literally put like this weird like they must have been like some kind of mask right that they designed to like put on these yeah, for goblin sure. people with like weird like bloated cheeks and like teeth. I guess Emma, you'll have to like add a photo of this. Um, I, I, this this leads me to the best thing that probably came out of this movie is that at the very end, we all had such beautiful reactions. I like screenshotted what we looked like as we watched. I'm gonna share that now. These are genuine. Like I literally just saw how we looked and was like, I'm just gonna like this was genuinely how we were looking while we watched this ending like, clip. <laughs> and I should also say that like after the movie ended like the screen was like Kiana stopped sharing her screen like we did sit in silence for probably a full minute before we could <laughs> I look disgusted I look so tired <laughs> you look done with the movie Emily and I look genuinely like shocked and horrified <laughs> There was also a two minutes at the end of the film where Emily and I both, like, I don't remember something happened or like he saw the green slime in the shower. And as we know, everything takes so fucking long to happen in this movie that Emily and I covered our mouths when we saw the green, like the green slime because we knew it was coming and we kept our mouths covered for like the next five minutes while the rest of the movie happened. We were both like, for so long. It was... Okay, can we get to the discussion now? Maddie yeah. Brightfield, that was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I, I love you, but that sucked yeah. so much. I gotta say it though, I feel like A Teacher is worse than that movie 
But yes, this movie was pretty terrible. No, I think this one I was disagree. Worse. I think this one was worse. Really? I kind of yes. like this one in a weird way. I hated it, but I also kind of enjoyed it. So you so would be weird. part of the cult following that developed for this film? No. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, go that far. The thing is, with A Teacher, I feel like there's enough nostalgia that even though it is really horrible, I would watch it again like five years from now with you guys just to like do it. I would, you cannot pay me enough to watch this movie again. I will never watch this again. I feel like I would. I feel like I would because I would be like, watch this horrible movie, friends. And I would like, like show people that I know again and again to, to watch this movie. So you Tell do like how- just admit it. You like the movie. Come on. Come out and say it. I did say, say I like the movie. I oh, said, I thought you said <laughs> I said I, I liked mean, it, but I was not going to be like my top 10. But if I'm you're going to show people, you. then. <laughs> because it's now, so how bad. How many movies do you recommend to people? I don't recommend a lot of movies to people. Uh, so the reason I would recommend good. this one is because I want them to experience the absolute horror I experienced while that- watching it. That actually is very fair. I probably That's will. That's fair. The first I'll 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes, the grandfather is telling a, Joshua a story about how a man sees goblins and then gets seduced by a lady. And he's like, wow. And the lady's like, here, eat this food. And she, he's like, yeah. oh yeah, this green food is so good. And then he turns into a plant and then they all eat him. And then like, the mom immediately comes in and he's like, why are you talking to yourself? You know your grandfather has been dead for the last six months. And that was like the line that they said. And I was like, that, this like, movie's about to be really wild. Like, it really set know. the tone. I thought like, I thought when, when it started, I thought it was going to be like Princess Bride vibes. Like I thought it, the whole movie was going to be based on like, oh, the grandpa is like telling the grandson a story. I was like, I oh, they that ripped too. that yeah. Yeah. from another movie. Like great that's gonna be the vibe and then that really set the tone for the movie that they were like actually the grandpa is dead and yeah. a ghost. I think I was I think that was the first thing that I was just like thrown because they're like no the grandfather's been dead for six months and the mom was so mean about it like it was she really was, gaslighting she, she was like how dare you still miss your grandfather like fuck you he's dead yeah. did you know that he's dead so why are you still talking about him he's actually dead did yeah. you know and Josh she was, was like, like it's I'm really hard for me <laughs> she was like it was actually really hard for your father and me being you know his daughter and I was like huh like this is how also- you talk to your child about <laughs> it can also be hard for him too like hello it seemed like they had a close relationship so yeah also, no, in that scene, there is like a Joker poster in the background that I was just like so distracted by because I'm like, is this also setting the tone for this movie? That is just going to be like absolutely insane. And yes, yeah. yes, it was. Emily um, also immediately called like, how do you pronounce it? Bill Nog? How do you pronounce the town? Nilbog. Nilbog. She immediately was like, "That's just goblin spelled backwards." Oh, guys. I I can't take credit for that. I did read some of the Wikipedia page before oh, okay. we started. Never mind, never mind. Um, <laughs> yes, it's actually because so she skipped third grade. Yeah, I'm really good at you know knowing when things are other things spelled backwards. Um, yeah, so the town called Nilbog is just goblin spelled backwards, which the son discovers by like looking at the town name, which is like. Printed on a sign, like it's this name of the street. Yeah, which doesn't it's make like sense. Goblin anyway, street in the yeah, yeah. He, he like <laughs> looks at it in a car mirror, so it's like he's reversed. like, it's goblins built backwards, and you're like, it's yeah, the kingdom of the goblins. So I'm like, yeah, your grandfather's ghost already told you that. Like, why are you shook? <laughs> and then he leaves his unconscious father on a park bench to do who knows what. He, I guess, he was like, I gotta explore to make sure that this is the goblin kingdom. It's ridiculous how he found that out and was like must leave father now <laughs> and i was like oh okay we have to talk about so many things speaking of I, I, that scene where he leaves his father unconscious on the bench <laughs> we kept talking about how there's absolutely no subtlety in the movie he goes into the church when he leaves his unconscious father on the bench and he's like overhearing the preacher talk about the evils of meat or whatever and he brings his huge ass skateboard. By the way, that appears out of nowhere. All of a sudden, <laughs> Joshua, the young child, has a skateboard. It's enormous. It's larger than him. Like he is too small for the skateboard. And he walks into the church and places the skateboard not even 
a mere like half an inch from a huge hole in the ground and the camera zooms in on it just so you know that something's like there's no room for like interpretation like they're like we will direct you and show you how we want you to interpret every single part of this movie zoom in on the skateboard obviously something's gonna happen with the skateboard in a second so stay tuned and lo and behold two seconds later the skateboard falls through the cracks which is how they know that he's in the chapel then the like, priest <gasps> reaches up and grabs him by the face like that barehanded i was like oh jesus yeah they there's, also there's just no subtlety whatsoever in the whole movie it's awful there was also no subtlety as well because of the music like anything oh. anytime something bad happened it was like dun, dun, and we're like okay so goblins are gonna pop up or like something's gonna happen yeah oh my gosh also the was the other thing with the we were talking about misogyny earlier and it made me want to talk about how the whole boyfriend and his friends in the rv plot line like really didn't need to be there but it didn't and it didn't add anything to the story because at the beginning when they're like i don't know in the rv all four of the boys like shooting the shit they're like we're gonna like fuck some hot babes like we need to find where they are because like women want to fuck us because we're three men on the town and it was just like drenched in grossness which also make no sense because the father also said earlier that the town had like 27 people so why would there be hot babes in this town (laughs) i guess they didn't know that like they thought i don't know i guess they didn't know also if my friend was like my girlfriend is taking a family trip with her, like taking a family trip she wants me to come I would be like cool I will not be going on this family trip with you and your girlfriend like right. I don't know why his three friends came and then when they got there they were like why do you want to go hang out with her you should be hanging out with us and I'm like did he not tell yeah. them <laughs> this was a I think family. that's exactly what happened like because she was like promise me that you won't bring your friends with you on this family vacation and he was like of course not babe and then he inevitably brought his friends on the vacation who all died they literally all died died. i mean yeah i think this was just like a plot device so that we could show they could show like three characters being killed without killing the family like yeah you're right you're right why they did it but like but also they okay so we said we just said they all die except for we don't know (laughs) like yeah they don't show them being killed they should have meant that (laughs) because they there's no subtlety and then there's like the in that too where there's like also no closure on any of the characters well, like yes, even at the end the, of the movie wait the only people that we see die are women as well like we i was just about see- to say yes literally that's what i was gonna bring up too but why <laughs> because the whole thing is sexist the dad is like a sexist guy i guess the dad only loves like- hospitality though He's the dad is a gym. fucker i have i hated the dad from the jump <laughs> Well, like, I mean, what, like, how much, like, the audacity that that man has to be like, I've always dreamed of being a farmer, to, and just, he has this weird scheme to take his whole family on vacation for a month to be a farmer? Yeah, what? Huh? Except for he does not try to farm. He immediately goes to the no. fridge and is like, where's the food, babe? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. what is just this chunky milk? <laughs> That's the closest <laughs> that also rubbed me the wrong way when the, all the family comes down and like hounds the mother. They're like, mom, where's breakfast? And then she's like, there isn't any guys. There's literally nothing in the fridge. And they're like, like the fuck? And I'm like, like oh? you were all here when you peed on the food. Like you all saw it. Like you saw what happened. <laughs> like it's not up to her to feed you guys. They also fast the night before, after he peed on the food. And the dad was like, now you're going to have to make the whole family fast, Joshua. Do you understand this? And he was, and we think he's going to beat him with a belt, but he just says he's going to notch his belt because he's so hungry that he has to like pull, like tighten make it tighten like or his pants will fall. So the, one, the only woman who had substance in this movie was the Goblin Queen and she was the villain. This is such a classic filmmaking move. It really just pisses me off. Like the the girl, like 
the sister in the family has no substance instead of like caring about her boyfriend because that's all women can do is care about boyfriends and like be entangled with men the mother is literally like she dies first of all and then second of all she literally has no substance either and just is like oh joshua oh michael that's all she does the whole movie like and then that's it there's no other fucking women in the movie well there's like the unnamed girl who dies like two unnamed one Which, name, like, un- we don't know where the heck she came from. Like we th- we assumed she was a goblin until they killed her. We were like, I guess she was a human. <laughs> yeah, well, but, like, where did she come from? What One was her unnamed name? woman, she dies. The other unnamed woman at the beginning in the story is like she seduces. an evil witch who like kills someone. So it's either like they're evil or they yes. have no substance. That's how women are, I guess. <laughs> I'm surprised that none of the family members actually know. I was going to say, I'm surprised none of the family members died, but I'm surprised, like, Elliot or the daughter didn't die, because it really felt like they were going to die at the end of that movie. They did. Wait, speaking so, of the daughter, can we talk about the weird montage that she had at the beginning of her dancing? Yeah. Oh, like, where she was in the mirror? Yeah. And then Grandpa's like, Joshua! And she's like, oh, God! <laughs> It's a, is it like 90s music? It felt like 80s music, but it was yeah, like, I, really I mean, the movie tell. was like literally, it was, I think it was filmed in 1989. Oh, it came okay. out in 1990. Yeah, it was like 80s music, and she just like had a nightgown on just in the mirror. Again, everything in this movie takes way too long. So, like, a really short clip that they could have had of like this, the girl like dancing in the mirror and vibing to music before the grandpa just randomly tried to contact Joshua was like a three minute montage of her like dancing in front of the mirror. And we should mention though that her nightgown that you talked about was had Garfield on it. And then above Garfield, it just said Aries. low-key i kind of want that yeah it looks kind of nice it looks comfy but from there i mean the also the only thing all the things that we know about the family we had to infer because the the daughter when she's first introduced she's lifting weight she's like going hard in like gym clothes and there's like gymnasts all around her so i was like i guess she's a gymnast like i that's that was like her personality and then that was but that never comes she doesn't do any flips she doesn't like punch goblins she just like runs and screams yeah they also do not fight the goblins (laughs) no they don't even try they don't try (laughs) well so speaking of like yeah like we us just having to infer everything about the characters like the part i said about the dad like always dreaming to be a farmer like that was from the wikipedia page like that was not told that was not in the movie like he made he made one offhand comment in the beginning about like wow it's gonna be so great to be on vacation out in the country where like the the country folk live and then in the middle at the grocery store he read a book about vegetables like that's the only context we had for that like dream of his yeah (laughs) where he did not attempt to like try to garden or anything no (laughs) he was like where's the food they also yeah, introduced characters like we were supposed to know who they are like they introduced the like creepy witch by just being like here go into this chapel oh there's a creepy rich witch and both of the people who were just running away from goblins were like this creepy witch seems nice i guess we should eat the food that she's handing to us right now and trust her implicitly and i'm like huh you just yeah. ran into this like creepy chapel and now you're just gonna trust the random lady living there yeah, that no. movie. Also, the creepy witch was so creepy. Like, she like when one of the boy character, the boyfriend's friends, Arnold, was like in a tree form and had like his branches and leaves. She was like sweet talking him. She's like, "Oh, hello, flower. You'll be a beautiful plant soon. This will give you strength and you'll grow, you big boy flower." And then I was like, what the hell? What are we watching right now? Like, what's Anytime, going on? Any scene where she was in, it was like, let's turn up the sexual in the windows and the tension to a thousand. <laughs> because every time she's going to talk, it's going to sound really uncomfortable for everyone else. Well, we all know that, like, being having sex is a sin. So, like, for her to be sexual, it's, like, really sinister, which is probably why she's the villain. 
Yeah, like that this movie was anti-vegetarian and anti-sex. Yeah. Wait, can we Kiana, talk about that? We haven't talked yeah. about that yet. <laughs> I was just saying, Kiana, do you want to talk about that part? Okay, so my brother also watched this movie with us. So he was reading on the Wikipedia page that apparently, hold on, let me see if I can find it so I can say exactly what it says. Because apparently the... It was in the production section. Okay, so the script originally titled Goblins began as a way for d- director Claudio for Gra- Grassi's wife, Rosilia Drudy, to express her frustration with several of her friends becoming vegetarian, which cl- she claimed pissed her off. So there's a whole monologue that the preacher preached. The priest does in the like little chapel talking about how meat sucks. Yeah, like we have not expressed enough how much this was anti-vegetarian propaganda. <laughs> yeah, because very every much. time the villains, like besides the witch who like was just very seductive, like anytime any of the other goblins said anything more than a couple of words, like they were talking about like how disgusting meat is and yeah. how it will kill you, and just like. I guess, like, the weird tropes of, like, what, like, vegans who really want other people to be vegan would say. Like, that's, like, what the goblins were saying. Yeah. So it was just, it was anti-vegetarian propaganda. That's why they made this movie, which just makes it so much more unhinged than it already was. Strange, because I know they turn the humans into plants, but I feel like it still counts as meat. I mean, yeah. they originally started off as humans, humans right? That's, right? But that's yeah. what I was thinking was the point. Like, it was trying to make them seem hypocritical. Like, I guess. I just, like, imagine being so petty and, like, concerned <laughs> about what other people are eating that you're making a whole fucking right. low-budget movie about it instead of just talking to your friends. Like, I don't not understand. Only, like, she, she she told her husband that it pissed her off and her husband made a whole yeah. low budget movie about it. It's like a bad the movie. World's too. most expensive and also the worst subtweet in the world. Like just talk to your friends. Don't tell your husband or he's a like, bad filmmaker. Just, if you hate vegetarians that much, just like don't be friends with them anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. like there's a point where like, yeah. Also, a fun fact that we discovered that this cast was a like was just primarily primarily people around town that answered an open like call list for extras. So one of the people, the like um, the store owner Don Packard, was a patient at a nearby mental hospital. This is also on the Wikipedia page and was cast for um, and filmed for one day. And he was the crazy store owner. And he later recalled that he had smoked enormous amount of marijuana prior to filming, that he had no idea what was Same. happening around him. Checks and he, that his disturbed performance was just him like living and breathing, that it was not acting. He was actually having like a psychotic break and they just filmed it or something. Which is also crazy to think about that they were like, yeah, let's just film this man. That's fucked up. Yes. Yes. It's just, what? It wasn't like, what? That's awful. It's Oh my God. Well, so the other thing too. So first of all, I think I read on the page that this was filmed in Utah. But the the writer slash director and crew were entirely Italian. And so that was part of like why this movie is so bad too is that the crew only spoke Italian and the actors did not speak Italian. Yeah, apparently only one person knew how to translate for them. And it wasn't the director. Which explains a lot. (laughs) It wasn't the director. Oh, good. (laughs) So, yeah, that's it has a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. I've yeah. never seen anything do we have that other low. Do we have other stuff to talk about or should we rate her? I mean, I really, there's so much to talk about, but I just don't have the time or patience <laughs> to continue. 
Yeah, I think we could go on all day. I think the worst part about this movie is I don't like movies that they're like when it's open-ended and there's like no sequel coming. So it's just like open-ended. So the thing that bothered me the most is how like the friends just like never showed up. Like throughout the movie after the one with the headband drew like gets thrown onto the bed and it's implied that he drunk he had a little smoothie of his friend just never shows up again so i'm like where's drew are we gonna see his like headband to signify that he's dead no none of that even not like a little oh look there's a shirt oh look that's a plant that looks like a human man no none of that it was just like he's dead now the popcorn seed happened and then the guy spits up a little bit of popcorn and that's it i guess he died from popcorn i don't know why he didn't turn into a plant why did he turn into green slime he just ate popcorn it just really just i just don't get it man it's unhinged that's all yeah um yeah that's 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 what i needed to get off my chest no i totally agree with you i think that i was like there's a line between like funny like bad like campy bad like I feel like it had the possibility to be like funny bad but they just missed the mark on so many things like the blatant misogyny was one but also just like it just was like there was no part of it like I think that when it's like funny bad at least you can connect with maybe one of the characters I could have cared less except for Joshua I guess but like even then not I didn't really care about him that much but it was like I was like all these characters can die like I literally don't care about a single one of them because like you've given me no reason to like you know what I mean so it's like I think when it's like funny bad it's like oh like this is like you can clearly tell it's a joke it's supposed to be bad no this movie was supposed to be serious yeah it was supposed to be serious and then they played it off as like oh no it was supposed to be bad the whole time yeah but i truly think they're lying about that that it was watching this movie also all the actors and actresses phone it in every line is read like hi my name is joss like joss was the only one that seemed a little animated everyone else was like uh oh no like robotic the mother just like talks like she's just always like joshua no Michael, no. Holly, yeah. no. <laughs> and then- yeah, they all have that like, oh my stars, like old Hollywood voice about them too. Like Joshua, like that's the farthest it would go with like emotion. I'd be like, no. Anyways, I am going outside now. Like, huh? <laughs> I also, okay, before we like start to rate the scene, the scene where Joshua goes from like gets attacked by the evil witch goblin grandpa seth gives him a monotoc cocktail the family's sitting around in a circle while the goblin people of town is just handing them cakes and they're like eat it eat it like it's like weird and the family's just like and like (laughs) they're like eat it eat it there's five minutes of that and i'm like the family has to have like taken a nibble of this cake by now like there's there's no way they could just sit there like it's like either eat it because you don't think anything's wrong or be creeped out and do something like yeah like the way that they were acting made it seem like they're creeped out but not enough to like question anything they're like this is a little weird but like i won't call anyone out on it i'll just be a little uncomfortable like it was so weird too that's a really good part the whole like when they came back to the house after the preacher yelled at them they were like oh they threw us a party to like say sorry and the party was like all the like people like dancing and like a weird hoedown music and then they like circled around them and they were like eat it eat it while the hoedown music like and they all were like like leaning in on them. There's absolutely no way they didn't take a bite. Yes. Also, the mom no was the the witch visit the mom with a giant cake that said "Welcome," and I was like, okay. So the mom obviously ate that cake, but then she later she was like, oh, look at all the food that they prepared for us. I'm like, okay. So why did you have that scene earlier when yeah. it meant nothing because no one's eating the food? And also, they were so hungry, so I was so confused to why they were just. Yes, we'll wait for these townspeople to bring over the food to us slowly while saying, eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> Nothing made sense. They didn't attempt to make, like, anything make sense. Like, even a little bit. Like, 
no critical thinking skills in any of the family. Like, I feel like they could have written it a little bit better where like Josh was like seeing the grandfather, like they were like, oh no, stop. But then there's a scene where the sister sees the grandpa too. So at that point, you probably like, that's when there would be some doubt there. Like, oh, if both of my children saw the grandpa, like maybe I should start thinking about it. But both the mother and father are like, you're both crazy. And it took them like so long to like even attempt to think about that it was a possibility. And there's like no, no common sense. Like give the characters a little common sense. Yeah. They can still die aimlessly, but yeah. you can give them a little bit of common sense. The dad wa- watches the priest manhandle, like the whole family manhandle his son. And he's like, yeah, that was kind of weird, I guess. Uh, go back. They go back to the house, but he wasn't immediately like, we need to leave this town. He was like, huh, yeah, that was weird. And now the priest is at my house? Didn't we just see you in town just a second ago? How did you beat me here? <laughs> yeah, wait, if if my parents are watching, like, in a coalition of people manhandling me, they would not be, like, happy to invite them into their home. They'd be like, you were, like, hurting my daughter. Like, go away. But they're like, welcome, welcome. I'll forget about that part where you manhandled my son and tried to force feed him ice cream. That was just a mistake. Ice cream was misunderstanding. Also soup. It was like not ice cream. It was just like the weird milk that they give them. I was like, okay. Uh-huh. You could have just said, here's some milk. I needed that goblin milk because it was rich in vitamin D. Yeah, for your bones. <laughs> for my bones. Oh boy. Time we have, to rate. We have to rate it. We have to rate it. Okay. It's time. Should I go first? I'm giving it a one out of ten. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I would not watch it one again. One out of ten. What? One out of ten. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even think of a. I. One. I have to give it a three corn cobs out of ten because it too was the worst thing that I have ever watched. But I'm thankful to Maddie Brightbill that I had the experience. <laughs> Maddie, I love you, but I'm not going to pretend like I'm grateful to have the experience. Yeah, I was either going to give it a three or a four, but I'm going to give it a three. I thought you liked it. That doesn't mean I need to rate it high. (laughs) Okay, you liked it because it was bad. I get it. Um, Yeah, it's a horrible movie, though. We just talked about how, like, there were so many plot holes. Like, it seemed like the actors themselves were just like, we have to get through this one day at a time. Like, one day at a time, we have to get through this. And I was discussing how, like, in the popcorn scene, they must have been like, okay, so you're going to have to, you you both grab the corn of the cob. So you, it's like you're kissing, but with a corn of the cob in between. And then <laughs> Jeff over here is going to throw popcorn that's already popped at you guys. Like, is that, you understand? And the actors and actress was like, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, ready, roll. And then just like, t- just like buckets of popcorn just thrown at the actors and actresses. And I'm like, what? But yeah, three out of 10. But I'm going to give it that weird softball at the end that said, like, yummy, yummy, mommy's yummy. <laughs> so mommy good. So good. <laughs> it's like they gave the actors like a post it note that said the name of their character. And then that's it. They were like, it's just an hour and a half long improv. Yeah. No, I could totally, like, they said name, and, like, it was probably, like, Michael Dad. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot Boyfriend. And Elliot That's had to figure it. out, the actor, Elliot, Elliot, is like, so is my boyfriend the three friends that I have? Or, like, am I dating the daughter? Like, what's going on? Who's to say? There's no clarity. Grandpa Ghost. And the grandpa, <laughs> we didn't talk about how the Grandpa Ghost had supernatural abilities to the point where he was god <laughs> like he <laughs> shot lightning down at a man <laughs> a man goblin and everyone was like he made a molotov cocktail how would, did he appear enough <laughs> so he could touch things and make it just i i don't even know what we could talk about because there was no, nothing that was clear about any of the grandpa's <laughs> abilities there was no clarity whatsoever there why did he have these abilities also when he was getting sent to hell he was like i'm not gonna go to hell i'm just gonna go to the afterlife gummy and i'm like what this the guy just said i'm sending you to hell grandpa and i'm like what's right. going we'll literally never know <laughs> unhinged <laughs> 
I think this is a good spoil for us. Wait. Also, if anyone wants to watch it, it's free on YouTube. Oh yeah, all ten yeah. parts. We didn't pay uh, for it. We didn't even use our own subscriptions. I would have been furious if we had paid money for this. Like, yeah, actually. I was not gonna watch it. Emily was like, "Yeah, I can't find it for free." I was like, like "We will not be watching that movie then." <laughs> not yeah. paying for it. It's like known as one of the worst movies of all time so i was like i will not be paying the money for that the no. good news is that all of our listeners can use 90 minutes of their lives to watch it for free <laughs> i say Woo! if you really want to watch it just put on the background i made dinner while watching this movie and yeah i feel like it was a little tainted for you because you were busy during a good chunk of it. <laughs> i was feeling get the blissful. full unhinged experience i was feeling blissful when i was trying to fix my computer earlier in the movie and i wasn't paying attention and then when i was able to actually focus it was pain from then on to the end all right well <laughs> go like our like our video subscribe to our youtube channel don't comment on, on this post it's, it's a bad movie. Don't nice. comment on this one. <laughs> Unless it's nice. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and those are in the description. And thanks we'll for s- coming along in this journey. Yeah, we'll see you yeah. next time. We'll see you next time. And that was um, um what, did what we, do we, we just, just watch? watch?